We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, returning to our series of Things You Can Still Bet On. Today, the Florida Derby going off Saturday at around like 5 p.m. Sorry, 6.36 p.m. Eastern Time. Tentatively, we'll make, we'll, we're just going to pray that it doesn't get canceled at this point because that's always in the cards these days. But we're going to break down the odds, maybe even look a, a bit ahead towards potential Kentucky Derby odds. They've listed like 70 horses, so I've tried to gather the people who know the most about horse racing that I know at least, and maybe try to break this down, find a bet or two in here. But before we get to that, I want to let everyone know to smash the like button for the video, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and tell me your favorite right now to win the Kentucky Derby, and you'll be in a draw for 20 DK bucks. doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. You just get into the draw. If you want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, something you like about this show, not necessarily this show, but the show in general. And you'll be in a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars. I recommend you go back and download uh, yesterday's show, the Cuss Corner Ultimate Fast Food Bracket as well. Because, Ooh. I mean, you heard you just heard him. Let's bring him in. <laughs> Sports Grid. Cam Stewart is here. Cam, what do you think would have won the Fast Food Bracket? <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Fast Food Bracket? Like what restaurant would have won? Yeah. We, uh, I, don't and, wanna... I, I think A&W would have done well. People and, like... Uh, People like the, the 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 new the new thing. Ooh, healthy people. Uh, I, I I'm a KFC guy. A little bit out of people's price point. Uh, Harvey's for a traditional burger sounds pretty good. Wendy's they have a nice spicy chicken sandwich. I think uh, would do quite well. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, looking at Burger King these days with these uh, turkeys doing this jalapeno popper commercials for a dollar ninety nine. That's a I don't know who they're trying to attract, but uh, that's uh, that's some gross product right there. And I I don't mind a dirty whopper every now and then, Pat. Also joining us from awesomeo.com, he is now the king of NBA 2K simulations. It is Ben Raza. Hello, sir. Yeah, staying busy over at Awesomeo, doing things I never imagined that I would be doing. (laughs) Not going to lie, but we're hanging in there over there, so it's fun to be on again, talk some horses. Uh, Do you have any, like, concrete opinions about the fast food bracket? Uh, I don't even know 
Cam just mentioned a couple of things. I don't even know what Harvey's is. That sounds outrageous. Uh, <laughs> it's a burger joint in Canada. Very, okay. very good, actually. Very good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Where's Chick-fil-A? No dice? Uh, Chick- Here's the thing about Chick-fil-A. It's Would you not, Pat? I'm just going to say Chick-fil-A is a good product, but every single person I talk to in the States, oh, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. It's not even open on Sundays because they're Mormons, but it's a nice chicken sandwich. It's a chicken sandwich with pickles and mayo. It's not, you know, the people are, oh, they're killing each other for uh, Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Like, they're good, but... You know, I think there's better out there, right, Mayo? I, I listen, I'm in on Chick-fil-A. I had McDonald's winning the bracket because I took it as a sense of there's a certain I mean, it's everywhere, for one thing. So a lot of people yeah. got like a lot of people got really triggered because their like regional fast food chain didn't win. But like there's a reason that it's only in fucking Detroit. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like yeah, like Hardee's didn't do that well, you know. Or, it, it didn't or, even Z- make the or Zaxby's. Zaxby's down south, which is very nice chicken, by the way. David Garrard, Pat, former quarterback of the Jaguars, big fan of Zaxby's. Great chicken. That's it. That's the thing. So it has to be. I I took it that it had to be somewhat accessible to people to begin oh, with. And like when you talk about McDonald's, the thing that I look for the most in fast food is fries. I think McDonald's has the best fries, at least the yep. most yep. consistent fries. Fries. Like, no yep. matter like I've been to McDonald's uh, basically across the world, and while you get like different like tweaks with the sauces or anything, mm-hmm. I can walk into a McDonald's in any country. It's exactly the fucking same. There's a level of consistency that I demand that I want to know what I'm getting. So even though mm-hmm. overall there are probably tastier places. Yeah. If you go location to location, it can be completely different. It's not ever that way with McDonald's. And I'll tell you, Pat, I I know we're going to get into the horses, but I stayed in Vegas all the time. And you know me on Fremont Street, right? And when I want to save a few bucks, there's a McDonald's in the D, uh, one of the bars and casinos there. It is one of the best McDonald's I've ever been to. And I've been to a million of them too. Driving across the United States, going to stadiums, arenas, uh, everything fresh, fast. You said it, consistency, man. And they don't screw around. You could say, hey, this... This didn't taste whatever, boom, they'll give you a new one. Like, they do not mess around there. That's the one thing about McDonald's. It's a big enough company where they'll give you more food if you just complain about something, too. But the one at the D, magnifique. And there's a big thing, too. Like, I really like, I think Shake Shack has, like, better food overall. But there is an element Mm. to the fast food side of things that if I order it, I get it right away. I don't want to be fucking sitting around for, like, 10 minutes. Excellent points. Raza, you are, like, now that everyone's in quarantine and everything like this, this is your life. Do you have tips for this? So if it wasn't so bad in New York, this wouldn't be a problem. The problem is it's just really bad here. So like I have to deal with things that I don't want to be dealing with, of course. But no, we're staying put. We're keeping busy. I'm rewatching The Wire right now, keeping uh, tabs on that and looking for things to bet on. It's slim pickings out there. That's the one big problem, of course. Okay. So what is the thing, Ben, that you have bet on that you feel the worst about? So I bet uh, the Tijuana Zonkies in basketball. That was as that was as low as I went. Zonkies, Zonkies, yeah. Which uh, you know, you win some, you lose some in life. But I haven't delved into table tennis or anything too egregious. I'm trying to hold off as best I can. I love table tennis. Gay. I didn't tell you, Pat. I'm one of the uh, the table t- tennis champions of uh, the Northwest Territories. I guess there's only 24 people in the tournament. But hey, what what do you do? You know light one up, smoke one, have a few beers and just destroy your competition. I've been practicing isolation for the past year and a half, Pat. I've been doing these shows from home and due to you, I've learned a little bit about uh, being my own IT guy. And I'll tell you this, 
I got, uh, I don't go outside anyway. Like I'll just go for a walk around the cul-de-sac or the complex. And I basically been living this way all the time. The only issue I have are these hoarders and jackasses who take 20 cases of water and toilet paper. I don't need to hoard. I just want basic stuff. I don't want to use the shower to clean my ass every single time or get a rag. It would be nice if some of these people would actually leave products on the shelves for regular people to buy them. But uh, just a couple tips, Pat, for booze. You know what? Find a way to buy. If you usually get one bottle of vodka, buy four. If you usually like, you know, 24 beers, get four or five cases. Just load up on things that you need so you don't have to leave the house every day. Just go for your minimal walk. That's what me and my girlfriend do. We drink, go for a quick walk if we're not too tired. And that's basically self-isolation, buddy. And I bet on horses. Well, we're here to talk about the horses, specifically, like I mentioned, the Florida Derby. Shout out to Paul for just even putting this onto my radar is something we can bet yes. on. I, like, I'm, kind, I'm kind of excited because I have no idea what I'm doing. This is why I want to talk to you guys about it. And I do not hold out. Didn't you say that someone at the track tested positive for COVID? Yes. Yeah, we're just uh, taping this, Pat. So uh, on Thursday, uh, uh, Javier Castellano, one of the best jocks, too, uh, he's been around a long time, veteran guy. He tested positive, and he was at Gulfstream. So I don't know what they're going to do. I'm basically watching Gulfstream right now. They're in the sixth race. So uh, hopefully this thing won't get canceled because if one jockey tests for coronavirus, I don't know what's happening. But you said at 6.36 on Saturday, the show must go on, buddy. But I got to tell you, if one of the jockeys tested positive, that is not a good sign. And Shag brought up the best point. No social distancing in the in the start gate. That's a problem. Yeah, well, Ben, like you're pretty familiar with how like a lot of these tracks work. Like, it does seem like you see like Dana White trying to force UFC cards to happen. He's having little to no success. They're announcing boxing fights, and horse racing is still going at the moment. It seems like all these sports that like survived the Spanish flu in the early part of the century of last century are the ones like still kicking it right now. Yeah, they're uh, they can't be killed cockroach style, but I. <laughs> You know, Cam brought this up right before the show. I mean, Castellano, he has a mount in this race. Yes, he does. On one of these horses. That's going to be a serious issue. I don't know if it's going to be as simple as they just get a new jockey for Candy Tycoon, who's the horse. Uh, that That's something that is going to be really interesting to see how it unfolds. I, I would imagine if they can figure out that no one else has tested positive. I mean, the logical thing would do to be do is to shut the entire thing down. doesn't sound like that's what they want to do right now. Not, might... not, not in Florida, Pat. They, no. they, they roll, they, they roll by uh, Florida laws a little bit different than the rest of the world. These guys say it, 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 it keep on running. And let's remember one thing, guys, last time the Louisiana Derby, we were sitting there watching the races and right after the last race, fairgrounds is closing. So they had the Louisiana Derby. Boom. They shut this thing down. Is Saturday going to be the last day of Gulfstream? That could happen too. Yeah, if they don't get forced into it any part earlier. So you may, you might replace the jockey or you just take the horse out of the race, Ben? No, I mean, I I think that they could just get a, another mount for someone. Yeah. Um, But it, I just don't know if they're going to be able to swing what Fairgrounds did where it's like, all right, we'll get the points in for the, for the derby prep and then we'll shut down. That's going to be dicey. It is. Well, let's talk about this like it's actually happening, because that's just a more fun world to live in. So, the starting gates and the odds. First up, and Cam, if you have, like, fun nicknames for these, I mean, you can read them off if you want. 
Like, if you have, like, voices for them or anything. <laughs> Not really bad. No, I just uh, – I got I, I got a couple of guys that I like. I'll give you a couple of horse sound well, hey, effects, hey, but okay, uh, that's okay. about okay. it. I will hit you up with the odds right here. Starting <laughs> post one, as seen on TV, basically the mm. sham wow of horses. That's 12. I love it. Phil Swift, flex seal. <laughs> Chevrolet, uh, <laughs> in post two, 30 to one. Disc jockey, the DJ. Number three, 20 to one. George Soros. It's probably some sort of weird conspiracy with this horse. 30 to one. Governor Morris. Yeah, the governor. Hello, governor. <laughs> governor. Uh, going off at Good eight horse. to one. Yep. Oh, boy. This is going to be a tough one. As Howeed. We're going to say this yeah. is a, Sp- a Spanish horse. Yeah, that's a good, that's about it. That, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, that's a good one, Pat. That's, I'll accept that. 20 to 1. Then you got Tis, yeah. Tis the Law starting in post 7. The overwhelming favorite at plus 120. My first Grammy. I mean, I'm looking for, you know, my part of the EGOT, so I could use my first Grammy here for spoken word. But 50 to 1, not great. Independence Hall, the second favorite at plus 450, so 9 over 2. Candy Tycoon is 20 to 1. Sassy, but smart. 50 to one. And then you got etch in den four to one. I guess that's a better favorite than, uh, so you got, you got number 12, number seven and number nine as the three favorites. Ben, is this going to be a favorites race? Cause the favorites let us down in Louisiana. Yeah, they did. Uh, enforceable did not run well. I mean, listen, tis the law is the favorite for a reason. Uh, he just won at Gulfstream. Really impressive yep. in the Holy bowl. I'm more apt to try to find someone to beat him, but it, the line does start behind him. Cam, would you pound the tis the law plus 120, or would no. you diversify your money just a little bit differently and maybe take like three horses for the price of one? No, tis the law is the favorite and should be the favorite of the race, but let's remember something too. The quality of competition in this race in comparison to other, uh, in comparison to other ones, Pat, that changes everything. Independence Hall can win this race. Ete Indian can win this race there at four to one right now. There's a couple. As seen on TV at 12 to 1, um, you know, it's 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 the horse is in the one hole, but with a good start, and it's a pace setter too. So a lot of the time, if this horse could just get out there, lull these other horses asleep, and there's not too much speed, we could have an upset at 12 to 1 there. That's basically what I'm trying to do, Pat, is knock out the favorite. Or if you're doing any exotics, you could put Tis the Law in there because I got to believe this horse is definitely top three and four. But let's find something else. And we talked about this last time. We do all the big races with Kentucky Derby and everything else. A lot of the time, that 40 to one, you know, maybe finishes second or third. So that's what blows up the trifectas and uh, the superfectas. But uh, if I were going to take one horse, I'm actually probably going to take uh, Independence Hall right now, the second choice. At nine to two, I think this horse is good. I think this horse can can set up a pace. I think this horse can be have enough juice down the stretch. Tis the Law is a very very capable horse, but I'm looking at that line value, and I don't see a lot in this competition. Will be a little bit tougher, so I would watch out for Independence Hall uh, at uh, nine to two. I like that uh, price. Ben, do you think that? That something like a plus 120 horse, yes, it's only 12 horses in this race, but is this a product of everyone just kind of wants to bet on something right now, so they're all just betting on the favorite and it's pushing down the line? I mean, there's something to be said about that. These are also, you know, these are derby horses, so they're young. You have a limited sample size, and tis the laws coming off a super impressive effort at Gulfstream. Um, I, I think that's what we've seen. He's raced against some of these horses. He smoked 
ET Indian already. Uh, and then that horse came back and won the Fountain of Youth by like eight lanes. So that makes that win look that much better. Uh, but I'm kind of with Cam. Independence Hall to me, I don't want to say he's the wild card, but I think he's less tested. Uh, we're going to find out how good he is, of course. Ran second in Tampa Bay in the last one, but this is a quality horse and you're getting, you know, four and a half, five to one come post time, possibly. So of the, I mean, if we're not going to take Tisdala, like I don't have a whole bunch of interest betting on horse racing with you know, horses I've never seen race before and then just betting it at plus 120. Like if I'm going to get into it, you know, four to one, four and a half to one. Now we're talking when it comes to, you know, if I want to tune into this and try to win some money. Uh, and even if, you know, as seen on TV, 12 to one came, that's something I can start getting behind. But like how far down this list would you go to try to pick a winner? Because I'd have to think, under these circumstances, no matter what sport it is, and horse racing obviously could be less affected by something like this, but it would seem to me like right now upsets would have a higher chance of happening just with bizarre circumstances, whether it comes to training, whether it comes to preparation, the food the horses are getting, like all this stuff, you know, the chain that you would normally go through is probably a bit out of whack that it could lead to an upset, wouldn't it? It's tough, Pat. I, I will say this, certain tracks you can look at in certain, t- uh, um, you know, conditions, you know, like when the slop comes out a lot of the time, you know, you might find bigger dogs. And I watch a lot of horse racing. Gulfstream, I find a lot of the time it's a pretty chalky track. Like So tis the law is going to go off, you know, probably even money. I don't even think you're going to get the plus 120 if people keep on taking it. So the way I look at these things is, you know what, Pat, you're like me. We talk about it. We try to, you know, hit, hit, a, hit a try or a superfecta. So I have a couple other horses and big dogs there. At, you know, as seen on TV, I think is a very good horse. It has tough post position at number one. But I will say this. I will not be taking, you know, uh, tis the law at six to five to basically across the board. But I will be taking Independence Hall across the board there. This is a horse that I think can beat could beat any horse in the field. Ben brought up a good point at the Indian, you know, very inconsistent. And that horse is probably going off around the same park. Like right now I'm seeing nine to two on independence hall, four to one on at Indian. And I like independence hall, Pat out of the mall. I think that's, I think that's the best horse in the race other than uh, tis the law. So governor, hello, governor, governor Morris at eight to one. <laughs> and uh, I guess we got it. We are we looking for a real uh, bomb? Ben, is there any bombs that you're looking? At? I was thinking like at 30 to one, maybe chivalry or a horse that can come off uh, the pace and maybe close well down the stretch. Because if we're going to play a super, which me and Pat like to do, because uh, we want to win a lot with playing the super effect, uh, who, who are a couple like real big bombs that you think could come in the top four? Yeah, that's the thing with exotics, you know, Gulf streams cam, you know, you, you watch a ton of it. It's a, hor- a track that I tend to, you know, I think speed really does have an advantage inherently get to the front. Uh, this is a mile and an eighth. Aja Weed, or however we pronounce this horse, he's a dead closer. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a curling horse. He's been hitting the board. He's not, I don't think he's live to win the race, but I wouldn't, I, I expect him to be coming. Uh, I don't think he'll have enough to get there if the race is a little longer, maybe. But he's someone I wouldn't mind uh, in the back end of exotics, maybe to round out a, a trifecta or superfecta. So what I'm seeing right now, like there's going to be the one thing about odds right now is a lot of books aren't even putting this up until they know that the race is actually confirmed to go. So you're searching around trying to find places. I would expect most books to actually have the odds up. I'm looking at one right now that differs a little bit from what you see on the screen or what we've talked about so far. Like Tis the Law is plus 111. So it's almost down to even money, like Cam said. Independence Hall has now established itself as the second favorite at four to one. The Gavna is now five along with wow. Ete Indian as seen on TV and Ahaweed, Ahaweed 
and Candy Tycoon are all 16 to 1. But the odds on like some of these other ones at the back end are way deeper now. Like Disc Jockey, 40. Soros, 40. Shara Lee, 50. Sassy But Smart, 50. My First Grammy, 100. And Rogue Element, 100. Like, yeah, no, you bring up a good point, Pat. And here's the thing, right? Like, first of all, um, Rogue Element uh, might, might get into this race. We're going to see what happens if there's any uh, type of scratches. But good point by Ben. Ajaweed is somebody that I would look forward, uh, the six horse in some exotics. And the other one I would look for is two, Chivalry. As I mentioned before, Pat, um, sometimes you have to look at the connections. And Ismail Haramero is a jockey at uh, who has ridden this horse and done a very good job with this horse. Sometimes it's just... You know, Pat, we have golf, right? Horses for courses. Sometimes it's jockeys for horses. And Ismael Jaramillo and this horse seem to have a great relationship. They've done well. They've gotten into the money before. And I think Chivalry right now is looking, what are, what are we looking at, Pat, live? Around like 40 to 1? Something I, I, around those lines? So, so, so when it opened, it was 30 to 1. I'm seeing it at 50 to 1 right now. Wow. So I would uh, I would definitely take Ben's advice with Ajaweed and the two, Chivalry, as ways to sprinkle in the exotics. And I would try to knock a, and, and if you're going to do that and you want to knock a horse out, Ete Indian is the horse that I would knock out. Between him and Independence Hall, they basically have the same odds. I would go with, you know, tis the law, Independence Hall, and then we can sprinkle all around with Governor Morris, Chivalry, and uh, Ajaweed. And if one of those pops up, say one of these guys comes in, uh, you know, second or third, you could do some real nice things. And we can afford to box something, Pat, if we don't have a million horses in our tries and supers. Well, let's get back to that in a second. Ben, do you, because we always have this argument in golf, like are there courses for horses? Does course history matter in golf? And it seems like some guys, yes, some guys, no. Like it's mm-hmm. like, it's basically a coin flip most of the time. Would you go with Cam on that there are jockeys for horses or jockeys for tracks? Yeah, I mean, I think there's certainly horses for tracks. Certain horses just respond at, at Gulfstream per se, or you know, at Oaklawn or wherever mm-hmm. they may be. Uh, just like running in the slop or running uh, on a firm track, and if they're on the turf, which of course this is not. So there's something to be said about that and finding a connection with the jockey, with the trainer. You know, a lot of people are going to look to Pletcher, of course, for trainer. Uh, Velasquez, that that combo on Governor Morris is somewhat interesting, but. These are still pretty young horses. I think you can really reach in the exotics for some of those longer shots and hope that, you know, you got to set the pace. If you back someone like Chivalry or Ajaweed, you want a fast pace, you want fast fractions, hope that a speed duel develops and then that the closers really have a chance. So Ben, can you walk me through, because Cam did it on the last time we were on for the Kentucky Derby. This time I'll get you to try to explain it because eventually it'll stick in my head. We talk about boxing horses and exotics and trifectas and superfectas. Can you just briefly outline for people who might not know what that means? Yeah. So, you know, when you bet horses, of course you can bet to win. You need the winner. You can bet an exacta, which is you need the guy who finishes first and second. A trifecta is first, second, and third, and a super is first, second, third, and fourth. But when you talk about boxing, uh, that means that you're going to get every combination. So if you take horses one, two, three, and four, uh, if you bet a superfecta like that, you literally need the one horse to come in first. If it comes two, one, three, four, you would lose. When you box it, you have every combination. So if it's four, one, three, two, you win. Four, two, one, three, you win. Now, of course, that's a more expensive ticket, as Cam mentioned. And if you have multiple horses, the permutations really add up quickly. So, Cam, I I mean, you're like me. You love to play like a good parlay, a good parlay on a week six of a football season. So like this is right up your alley. 
Oh, it is. And basically what you're going to do is, you know, you can't, you can't make it crazy. Like I don't want to go to the OTB or online and drop $200 on bets. But if you key a couple horses, basically Pat to win, I'm going to have, you know, tis the law, but I have to take another other horse. Right. So we're going to go with our nine horse there. We, we, we like that horse. He's very, very solid. So we're going to go with independence hall. And then after that, so you can go nine, seven, and then we go nine, seven in the second row. And then I'm going to add a horse, the five, right? Uh, hello, governor. And then for the other ones, we can go, okay, who do I think is going to finish third? This is where you can sprinkle it in five, nine, seven, six, two, or do something along those lines. Because if you take four or five horses off the top and do the next thing you know, the, the ticket's going to go up exponentially, right? So the way I look at it right now, I'd go nine, seven with nine, seven, five. And then I would go nine, seven, five, and then throw two, two other dogs for the triactor, which we like the two and the six. That's so, basically how we're going to play it. Okay. So that would be independence hall and tis the law to finish first, but box them yep. in for a second. Yep. We'd go tis the law independence hall and, and the, and the governor. Hello, governor. Yeah. And then uh, we'll do the same. And then we'll add two of our, uh, underdog horses that Ben was talking about the the smoking the weed and uh, what else do we got there? Yeah, hash pipe. What was his name again? Juju weed uh, and uh, shivery. The other? Yeah, sh- and shiver- uh, shivery and uh, smoking weed. Yeah, we'll add those two to the nine seven five and boom, and then you could play uh, that as a triactor and hopefully that uh, one of these bombs uh, comes comes in third. I, I guess if you really want to spend a little bit extra money, you could put those guys in the you know in the second hole after nine seven because that would really really blow up the tote board if one of those horses finishes second right pat but then you're going to start to pay a lot more for your ticket buddy you know the calculator yeah i mean i'll I'll try to have to figure out how all of this is calculated to begin (laughs) with ben how does this sound to you is this just pure degen action or is this something we like can do oh yeah it's both uh which is the best (laughs) kind it's definitely uh a little degen but that is how you want to structure it. Um, and as Cam just mentioned, it's about risk tolerance. If you want to go for it, you can put Azuweed and Shivery and those horses in all three spots. And that's more yep. of a box situation. If they ever won the race, Yo, your trifectas would be massive. Now, if you want to be a little more prudent, you have them on the back end as the, hoping that they come, you know, in show in third place uh, and they can round out your ticket for a lot less money. So I, I think I might have to do this. I think I might. I'll keep nine and seven. No, we one. do, Pat. Maybe we go nine, seven with nine, seven, five, two, six, nine, seven, five, two, six. How much would that ticket cost there, Ben? I don't know. I, that's I'm trying to think there. So that'd be two. <laughs> Depends how you play it, too. You could do, Pat, you could do a 10 cent super. You could do a 20 five cent super you could do a dollar super you could do all sorts of other things you you knock it down to a 10 cent super that's not going to cost you a fortune that's the way to play it if you want to add horses and then you get that 10 and the dollar super will it'll blow up the tote board if any of these dogs finish like second third or fourth or win and you have them so if i go let's say i go three on the top and i throw in the governor as a potential winner as well and then i do the five and five then and i play a dollar try that's going to be like a hundred and something bucks. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's about right. Fair. Yeah. I, I mean, give or I, take, I mean, I, I feel like I can, I can swing that. I, yeah. Or Pat, you can know what you can do with that dollar. Try. You could turn it into a 50 cent try like $60 ticket instead of $120 ticket. You know what Cam, I mean? There's I have fractions. nothing to bet on. 
I haven't been losing money on golf play, or play play I've a ten dollar try after that, Pat. Spend a thousand bucks. <laughs> Go for it, buddy. Go for it. I, race it down. I am up a whole bunch of money because of Cody Saftik and UFC oh, yeah. Brasilia and Cage Warriors. I got, that I got, was I, amazing. I, got money I can't to spend believe it. I didn't call. I, I I saw your guys' tweets. I was like, God, I'm an idiot. I wish Saftik sent me those picks. Those dogs, they were huge dogs, too. Not just like plus 120. Were they like five to one dogs? Oh, my God. Yeah, we were what we were one fight away. He went six of seven on the picks. Good for uh, him. So we hit the six parlay, we hit the seven parlay, the five parlay, and the one guy who didn't come through was like a favorite. And like apparently he got screwed by the judges. This would assume I actually watched what happened. I didn't. Uh, this is just what people tell me. Wow, that's that's unbelievable. And that's the thing with these lower UFC cards. It seems like a lot of these big bomb dogs are coming in. But Pat, the way I'm going to play this right now too. Uh, I will have some exotics, but I'm going to take uh, Independence Hall across the board. I can afford to do that because because he's not the favorite in the race. So he wins come second. Third, you know what I mean? At four to one, we can get a nice payday. If you want to go like 50, 50 to show, you know, 40 to place, 30 to win, something along those lines. If you're feeling it, that's what I'm going to do uh, with Independence Hall. I think this horse actually can beat Tis the Law and win at four to one. So Independence Hall, four to one, outright winner, win show plays yep. potentially if you want to invest some more money. Yep. And then the exotic that we laid out. Ben, can, can you at least give a check mark to this? Yeah, I, I respect that move. I'm, I'll probably be in a similar boat. Um, I may wheel Independence Hall. Uh, I may have him on top and all my exactos and just take every horse behind him. Smart. So if, if he wins the race, hope that a bomb comes in second. In second I, think, yeah. I think there's a lot of permutations where that can work. Uh, hope it's not tis the law obviously that would not be good but if it's no. one of these bombs that exacto would be big and you have every horse behind them hmm. that's really yeah. interesting that, yeah the wheel's good that means basically you knock out the favorite any yeah. other horse other than tis the law to come second he'll make a mint yeah like think about it a 30 to one comes in even the governor at eight to one you got a four and an eight that'll pay anything will pay but if this tis the law does not come second and anybody else does you're you're and you do a wheel you're in for a big payday pat Call DraftKings up. You're going to be giving away uh, more freebie packages to everybody. <laughs> You'll be loaded. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to truth. say that, but anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but yeah. Anyway, I just hope, hope Independence Hall wins. That's uh, basically right. <laughs> that's what we're doing, Pat. So, Four to one. Let's do it. So, Ben, if you do that wheel route by Xing out the favorite, putting Independence Hall at four to one at the top of your exacta, and then putting the rest uh, to come in second place, how much more of an investment monetarily is that? And what would like even worst case scenario? Let's say if it was Independence Hall and the governor. So you have a four and you have a five. Four to one win. Five to one to come in second. Like. Obviously, if you just bet Independence Hall to win, it would be four to one. What then would be the odds on that? Would it be like 30 to one? Yeah, I mean, it's, yep. it's paramutual ragering, so it depends how much is in the exacto pool, but you would get a nice payoff. And you yep. have, what is it, 12 horses in this race? So there's 11 horses behind them. So for that ticket costs you $11 for every dollar. So if you have a $5 uh, exacto with Independence Hall and everyone behind them, it's $50. Yep. That's a great price. And if and, and, and Pat, the thing is, if that even if that that other horse uh, comes in second, you knock out the favorite, you'll do fine. You just if okay. if, if tis the law is not going to uh, finish second, yeah, you're going to be loving life, Mayo, like and loving it big time. In okay. a rare chance, if somebody from the depths comes in second, oh, exactly, be gigantic, huge. 
So if like chivalry at 50 to one oh, ends up coming oh, inside. Oh, like it's- oh that exact uh, bombs. Like, yeah, I might pay. What do you say? A couple grand there, Ben? Yeah. I mean, with, with 12 horses in the race with tis the law, if he goes yeah. off around even money, uh, most people are going to have him in their exact as either on top or just in the pool. It would be big. Um, now it wouldn't be nearly as big. And of course, when you're wheeling, you need independence all on top. If yeah. one of those horses ever won the race and independence hall was set second, certainly you would lose the wheel. But if you had that yeah. box, forget it. That would be thousands. Monsters. Yeah. So hey, just to peer up cap the race, like if tis the law is going off at even money, would you say that he has a he, she, I actually have no fucking idea, but uh, <laughs> is, it, is it a 50% chance to win the race? I mean, that's what you would need from even money, right? Yeah, I, I don't would say no. I would say no too. I would say he does less than a 50% chance to win. He could, is he going to win? He's the favorite. Yeah. But I'm just saying I like independence hall at four to one more than this horse at even money. And I think it's basically, I think either of them can win. So I'll take the four to one horse. So Ben, if we just X out the favorite and try to hit the rest of the board, how much is that like betting against the pass line and craps? Yeah, there's some correlation to that. I think that's a fair analogy. Mm -hmm. Uh, The thing, listen, a lot of horse racing is the trip. Like, tis the law in the last race. If you watch it, he had a perfect trip. He was yep. sitting exactly where he wanted to be. They turned for home. He blew right past him. If it sets up like that again, he's going to be in really good shape. If he for gets sure. blocked, if a pace duel develops, there's a million factors in horse racing that ups the variance. And that's why, you know, when a horse is going off even money, there's a lot of things that can go wrong to derail who is the best horse. All right. Do you get, Is there a... When you guys play, you say you're watching Gulfstream right now, Cam. Are there yeah. any other like races from that day you got to lean on, or is it just like you're watching it by minute, see what's going on? No, I just, I just basically, Pat. Like, I have a cup of coffee or nine cups of coffee in a day. I turn the horse racing channel on, so you know I'm watching Gulfstream. I got a little a bit of Oaklawn. I got some Golden Gate Fields. This is what I do in the afternoon, but nothing has changed. I've been basically. Like this coronavirus thing, I've been living like this for the last year and a half. I've actually lost seven pounds and I'm doing nothing differently. I'm probably drinking more beer and, and soda and, and coffee, but I don't know what it is. Like, I'm just, this is who I am, Pat. Like my life has not impacted me. The only thing is I don't see my friend a little bit more when we go together more for beers and have that type of company. I'm just doing it alone, but I did that before anyway, too. So who cares, right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> they, 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 there's some app that's out now. It's not FaceTime, but it's like a FaceTime equivalent. I think it's like party something. It fucking sucks, mm. but it does get you face-to-face with all the people that you know. So it's not so... Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I don't really miss them. Like, you know what I mean? It'll be nicer. Like, I have a couple buddies that I see, and, you know, they want to come over, smoke, have a couple drink, do whatever. It's just... And it's nice because you kind of don't see them as much, and it's uh, the visits are, are, are pleasurable because when you see them every day, you kind of take advantage of it, right? Now we're seeing each other less, and it's uh, it's fun. You know what I'm saying, Pat? No, Absence no, I, makes the heart grow fonder. Let's put it that way. Yeah, just, just keep everyone away for a month, and then you know, yeah, when you can ease them back in, it's like, hey, it's great to see you. Not, I fucking hate you. Please go away. <laughs> exactly. Uh, ben, are there any other cards that are coming up that you think you uh, you have a lean on, or is it just like let's play this one by ear and see how it goes? Yeah, I mean, there's some big races before that race. You know, not to get into a wormhole, but if you're running pick three, Zul Alpha's a couple races before he's going to go off a less than even money after coming off that race in the race, right before them, uh, the, you know, there's some decent horses in there. Uh, Murad is in there. That's a horse I've had my eye on for a while. It's a blame horse, but this is the big, you know, this is the pinnacle of that day. And then we, 
I mean, we would normally be setting our sights on the Derby, but the Derby's not for a long while now. When has the Derby been rescheduled to? It's late. You're it's talking like, September? Yeah, September. Yeah. So does the, so almost like I, I was trying to factor in, like, do upsets happen because of the conditions that are going on? Maybe the same sort of training schedule or feeding schedule can't go through. Maybe the horse steroids are not showing up. I don't know. Maybe, the like you said, one of the jockeys has coronavirus, so it's going to have a yeah. new jockey on it. That if you push the Kentucky Derby outside of its normal time frame, does the track go differently? Like, do, does the do the elements have anything to do with it? Does that open up a lane for a horse maybe you're not thinking of that could potentially come through? I mean, for me, yeah. it's just bizarre. Like, I go to Saratoga every year. Like, they're going to run the Travers, which is a huge race yep, before the Derby. Uh, it gives t- horses more time to accumulate points and things like that. I know for me, and Pat, we talked about this a little before the show, the horse that I really like for the Derby is, is hurt. He's, he hasn't run in a long time. It's Maxfield. He's going to have a lot more time now to get back into it. I don't know if he would have been ready if this race was run in May. Yeah. Great point. So, so Cam, I'm looking, they, they've released Derby odds right now. So tis the law and charlatan are the two favorites at six to one. Authentic is seven to one. Rafael Nadal is eight to one. Mischievous Alex. 10 to one Maxfield is 16 to one. That's uh, a great price for his horse, for Ben's horse there. But, 16 to one. That's great. And if then, he's healthy, if he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Ete Indians, 18 storm, the court Pass. is 20 and then Pass. independent independence hall is 20 to one to win the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Well, we'll see how he races uh, this one, Pat. I'm hoping uh, coronavirus doesn't uh, smash things up for Saturday uh, early evening there, but one of the jockeys gets it today. I don't know what the hell's going to happen, but uh, better get in my bets now. That's where we're going with the nine. We're going with Independence Hall, buddy. Uh, I'm worried about this race, and then maybe we'll, we'll tweet out a couple uh, rolling daily doubles for race day if it's oh, yeah. going on, and Ben can do the same thing and, yeah, play a couple pick threes and, and hope for the best. Yeah, well, if people do want to do that, I mean, I won't be tweeting them out. I'll be just trying to follow them and blindly tailing them. At Cam Stewart live on Twitter, at Jazz Raz DFS on Twitter if you want to follow Cam and Ben on these ones. Uh, ben, is there any historical link between winning the Florida Derby and winning the Kentucky Derby? Or, like, what's the what's the lead-in form kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly a good indicator. We've got horses. I don't have it in front of me, but... You know, uh, always dreaming. Uh, Nyquist won the Florida mm-hmm. Derby. Uh, Maxim Security, who he should have won the Derby, uh, he won the Florida Derby. I, I was at that Florida Derby. Um, so yeah, it's a great indicator. This is a strong race. You know, we have some big ones, Arkansas Derby, and some other ones as well in terms of prep races. But winning the Florida Derby is a a gigantic indicator that the horse is a, a competitor. I agree 100%. Pat, take a look at the lineage from the Florida Derby. If you win the Florida Derby, you got a great chance to win uh, the Kentucky Derby. So I would definitely look at uh, horses that do well in the Florida Derby. Yeah, it's a great indicator. I'm trying I'm trying to figure out how to set up on my uh, my online book how to play these like box trifectas. <laughs> oh, I can I can help you out with that, Pat. No problem. It's pretty easy actually. Yeah, it's easy. You just, you know, they'll, they'll have lists of like one, two, three, four. So all the horses you want to put in first, you go click, click, click. Then you go to number two and do da, 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 da. It, It's pretty easy, buddy. Just, uh, you're a smart guy, Mayo. You can figure out most stuff. If you could put shows together, edit them and do all that stuff, you can find a way to put an exotic horse bed in. Well, no I, problem, buddy. Well, it's funny. Like I play, this is what I played for the Kentucky Derby last year at the site that I'm using right now. It just, it doesn't seem to be offering it as an option right now. Hmm. 
I don't like I, that. Don't like that one bit. I know, no, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I got a feeling if this jockey tested positive, he's been on horses all day, guys. Like, I'm. We did the show, Pat, but uh, let's hope this race even goes down, buddy. And then you can call me in in a while. We'll go do uh, 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 grocery tips during coronavirus. I guess we can do another show down the line too. We'll just uh, knock them out of the park, buddy. New topics all the time. Yeah, I will call you. Do you have a tease for that? Your your any sort of grocery tips you have right now? I, I, I just, they're not really tips. It's just more common sense too. Like, you know what I mean? For liquor, I just, uh, I don't like to go out every day. So I just basically, what I'm doing right now, I'm buying in bulk. I went to a wholesale uh, place and I found a ham. It was 50% off and I'm not talking, I know everyone talks about my slimy hams and stuff. This was not a slimy ham. It was a gorgeous, huge ham. It was $30, 50% off for $15. I, cho- I chopped that bad boy into blocks. Pat, I had Beautiful ham sandwiches forever. Put out, got nice fresh croissants with it. I had uh, westerns. You know what I mean? Chopping them up into little cubes. You know that with a little bit of uh, country gravy on it. I, I had so many variations of the meal. This thing lasted forever. It cost me fifteen bucks. If you see something bulk, capitalize, pounce on it. Uh, hey, and freezers still work. Use your deep freezer. Just you know, you see a deal, load up. If the vodka's on sale, whatever you do, get quadruple. Whatever you do, if it's a case of beer, get four. Those are things that I'm doing right now. It doesn't go bad. We'll be fine, but capitalize on bulk shopping. Are are you uh, pretty pumped that they didn't stop the delivery of weed to people's houses? Oh, yeah, that's it. What are you going to do? It's an essential service, buddy. The thing is, though, (laughs) I got to understand, though, like, whose hands are touching that stuff? Uh, You know what I mean? It's, It's interesting. Stick with a person that you know and a person that you trust because you know the black market, buddy. It's uh, it's thriving right now because the government doesn't know how to deal with it. They charge too much. It's hilarious, too. Those little containers that they put in, it all dries out. So you're getting less of a product. If you're looking for 28 grams, it's never 28 grams. So all these uh, places are thriving right now. But make sure you trust. Don't go to some uh, fly-by-night operation. Make sure they've been around for a while. My guy's been in business for like 10 years. So he's he's cool. Uh, ben, do you have any uh, grocery tips or weed buying tips? For I was going to say, you know, I thought we did a good job breaking down the horses, but that was nothing. You fast forward through that part of the show. This is the, the meat and potatoes of it. Cam's grocery show. I'm going to have to write this down because we're struggling down here to get food in the house. We eat out for all meat. Like neither of us cook, uh, me or May, and it's problematic. So I'm going to have to uh, shop for some ham and, and get yep. started here. Another thing, Pat, is a lot of people are moving to hash because it doesn't go bad too. You can keep a piece of hash in your fridge for forever. Like it's just one of those things, right? So anyway, it's just whatever you want to do, you know, there's ways to, there's ways to shop, economize. And when you, when you buy bigger portions, it's always cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy in bulk if you can. <laughs> uh, at least yeah, you're, you're only going out once a week at that point too. So uh, beyond the tips that they, they might be live tweeting out at Cam Stewart live and at Jazz Raz DFS day of this shit is still going on. If you have any lifestyle questions for Cam and how you can get some deals, I suggest you hit him up on the Twitter box too. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you like I'm, I'm a maven of working out or, but I, I'll do like for lazy lifestyle things like Hanes and his uh, French onion soup and all the other stuff. Yeah. Maybe a few recipes too, Pat, that'll get you through. Chilies are good this time of the year too. Just load them up. You can freeze them. There's so many beautiful things you can do. That's the thing about the coronavirus. I'm going to be honest with you. My life hasn't really changed that much, Pat. Not at all. I'm doing the same things I always did. I just stay away from people. And I didn't really talk to very many people to begin with when we started working from home. So that's about it. Yeah, Ben, there's there's a lot to be said. Like, uh, 
you know, you see people who do sports gambling and DFS and stuff like that. They're given their medical advice and then, you know, they're, they're given their <laughs> yeah. stock tips. Like the only uh-huh. thing that anyone actually has the real experience to talk about is being in self-isolation. Yeah. It's fascinating how uh, everyone seems to be, I listen, I'm not going to go down that wormhole, but I, I think <laughs> yeah. too many people, even in DFS, you got to know what you don't know. I think that's one of my best skills. I realize that there are a lot of things that I don't know. So I go and I find someone that knows about them and I listen to them rather than trying to do it myself. Uh, and that goes for this situation in every facet of it. So Excellent point. Excellent point. That's the thing. Like, I'm not going to blow my money that I'm making. You know, we're making less money too. We're doing less shows. Like, I'm not going to bet some table tennis tournament that I don't know about, exactly. some stupid soccer game at four o'clock in the morning. That I'll, You know what I mean? Like, I'll listen to people that really know. You show me your ticket or you can make money at it if you're good at it. And as for as for buying stocks, Pat, like, I have nothing. I had like $22,000 in RSP. The thing's worth like 15000 now. Like, I got peanuts in it. It's losing money every single day. God, think about people that actually had real money and stuff. It's just, honestly, I just want to go to TD bank and say, just give me my money. And I'd rather like, you know, put it in a shoebox or bet on the, the Florida Derby with it. The way things are going, my investments are going down the tubes. Yeah. I mean, your new investment could be, you take out the money, you box it all on nine, seven, nine, seven, five, nine, seven, five, six, two, boom. Millionaire. Yeah. yeah the bank's going to skim six grand. Anyway, I'd rather lose it on a horse race. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, so tell everyone where they can find you. Cause you're doing stuff daily. Aren't you Cam? Yeah, me and Marenzi, you're still there, guys. We're, we're on the sports grid. Uh, we do daily shows. Uh, Pat, it's nice to, to talk to you and Shag. And Ben, nice meeting you. And we'll, we'll keep on doing that. So get on the grid. Uh, we'll have videos every day. Gabe and I today, we ranked uh, you know our top five receivers, a football of all time. We talked about our favorite Raptors. We do food. We do questions from the people. So we have videos there, Pat. And uh, tune in. Yeah, we're on uh, Red Heat Rage on uh, Sports Grid and uh, more videos to come. And we're still betting too. We're still, uh, you know, sports that are out there, horse racing and stuff like that. We got picks for that stuff. So uh, nice to talk to you, buddy. It's been a while and uh, I'll have some uh, food tips for uh, coronavirus shopping too. Well, we might need to get you and Cust on together so you guys can like duke it out on the best canned foods that are going on right now. I, I, I'm a big fan. My new favorite thing, Pat, is coconut milk. Um, you could put okay. it in anything you put it in coffee and I've been making some, uh, fresh curries from home. Coconut milk is so versatile. Like it, an idiot can make a curry. Like I do, you throw in some garlic, some potatoes, you got like chicken curry and potatoes. It's great for you. Great for you too. Great antioxidants. Good for your heart. Cause, uh, you know, I like to do some bad things in my life. So, uh, a, a curry meal can really blow it out when, uh, it's better than vitamins. Do, do you mix it with your ham? No, no, I know. I do chicken for that one. Ham, I keep separate. But I'd prefer just a chicken curry or, or, or beef curry. No ham in the curry, no. Uh, ben, tell everyone what is going on at Osmo right now and where they can not only find you, but like what you guys are giving away over there. Because I, I like your guys' pivot to content. It's been actually like quite seamless. Yeah, it's actually been a lot of fun. Uh, we are running NBA 2K Sims. We're doing a bracket tournament, $10,000 to first. Uh, so wow. that's up and running. Got daily challenges every day. You know, we basically, we simulate the game. We talk about it, uh, historical teams, a lot of the classics. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun. We're going to be back up and running, of course, in the DFS space soon enough. But in the meantime, you can come check that out for a welcome distraction. Okay. So I'm reading, I'm getting the update right now on this jockey who tested. What was the horse that he was racing again? Well, he's on Candy Tycoon. Yeah, Candy Tycoon. All right. So let's cross off Candy Tycoon right here. So, um, 
Very sad for Mr. Castellanos and hoping for his recovery, the vice mayor said. I don't know anything about people or places he's been in contact with or when he could have gotten contracted, only that the last time he raced at Gulfstream was March 15th and that he had planned to race this weekend. It looks like they want to shut it down, but it seems they, like gonna... <laughs> I know there's a story. It's like, let's shut down Gulfstream. And they're like, if you shut us down, we're going to sue you. I tell you, things are different in Florida, Mayo. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, I hate to say it. And I love to bet, but the guy's got coronavirus. You might want to shut down the track. These guys are, they're going down swinging. I could see it still going on. I mean, yeah, I, 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 could would, too. I I would give it 50-50 as we're recording it right now. By the time yeah. I release this, which could be wild. I might have to re- release this right away. Just to, I think so, you should. I so think we, you so should, we can get the seven hours out of it before yeah. it gets shut down. But if not, right. two and a half days of fun. Anyway, thank you both for joining me. This was a lot of fun. If there's more horse racing that's still allowed at some point in the future, we might have to get ever, the gang back together to do this. If not, you can always catch Cam and Ben at their respective places. Plus, they're going to be on. The Pat Mayo Experience, because as it turns out, people have time to come on the show these days. I'm Pat Mayo. You can follow me at the PME, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Sub to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast to get in that $100 giveaway on DraftKings. And you're going to want to bank your DK bucks right now, because sports, I hear, might eventually come back. Can't guarantee that, but they might come back. And you're going to want those DK bucks to play in DK tournaments. Also, smash the like button for the video. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and do whatever the fuck I said at the beginning of the show to get in the draw. And you are in the draw for 20 DK bucks. Thank you all for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.